You're listening to the podcast version of the Recruit of Talionis audiobook, book one in the Talionis series. I'm your narrator, writer, and host, award-winning author C.J. Malesi. Each week, we'll bring you further into the mysterious and dangerous dystopian world of Talionis and Bria's fight for survival. If you haven't been following along with us up until now, be sure to check out the previous episodes. Now, grab your favorite hot beverage and hold on tight as we dive back in. Chapter 27 Nika and I enter the weaponry training complex and I force myself forward. I'm dangerous enough to people without placing a weapon in my hands. The narrow hallway opens up into a rectangular room at the end. The ceiling stretches high overhead. Two long rows of tables, high enough so one can stand in front of them and not need a chair, run the width of the room, and cabinets filled with weapons clutter the perimeter, stopping where the second row of tables starts. Beyond them, the room stretches forward, empty space. The far back wall holds targets and tracks mar the floor in intervals. A man leans against the wall off to the side, observing us as we enter. There's an arrogance about him, even though he seems younger than the other soldiers in the room. Nika and I find a table near Cade, and Ari and Shane grab the other empty table nearby. Once our entire unit has arrived, the guy pushes off from the wall. My name is Lance Corporal Colin Sidon, and I'll be your instructor for weaponry training. Today, we will issue you your personal rifle. These rifles are to remain with you at all times. They will only be loaded on the firing range, and we will inspect each weapon to ensure it is not loaded before you leave the range. He paces the front of the room. Your weapons will become a part of you. Sleep with it. Keep track of it. Know its serial number. And go nowhere without it. A soldier hands him a rifle. You've worked hard and earned the privilege of carrying your weapon. He lifts the rifle. This is a sign of respect. It shows you have achieved the status of a true recruit of Talionis. He lowers the gun. But you must continue to prove that you have earned the right to carry your rifle. Understood? Sir, yes, sir. Obey orders. Push yourselves. Excel. And you will keep possession of this prize. His gaze almost caresses the weapon. Disobey or fail, and have your weapon taken until you can earn it back. Understand? Sir, yes, sir! I shout the words, but the last thing I want is to carry around a gun, proving my loyalty to this place. Lance Corporal Sidon signals to several soldiers, and they pick up crates full of rifles and go about setting a gun in front of each recruit. A soldier sets one in front of me. It settles on the table with a dull clang, the black metal glimmering in the room's light. It's menacing. I swallow the dread and wipe my sweating palms on my pants. The gun in front of you is your weapon. With it, you will have access to the lines for the best food at mealtime, and you will earn the respect of the soldiers around you. He nods toward us. Pick it up. Get a feel for it. Many recruits snatch their guns up, but I hesitate along with a few others. Shay already has her weapon in her hands, and she's gazing at Lance Corporal Sidon with open admiration. I look away, unable to watch. Closing my hands over the smooth surface, I take a deep breath and pick the gun up. 
The weight is unfamiliar and the size and overall feel of the weapon awkward. I want to drop it back on the table immediately, but I suppress the urge. Ari hefts her rifle, eyes widening. This is heavy. My guess is she'd give anything to be settled anywhere else with a screen rather than holding a weapon, and for once I would happily join her. Anything would be better than this. For the rest of class, we learn how to disassemble and reassemble our weapons, clean and care for them, and the proper way to carry and hold them. By the end of class, as I'm leaving with my rifle slung over my shoulder, I'm sickened because I'm already more comfortable with the gun than I was a couple hours before. I jog to my room, the rifle on my back bouncing with each step, a constant reminder that they're happy with me. But now isn't the time to think about that. If I don't find Nika in our room, then there's no way the soldiers will stay happy with me. Or her. Nika never misses a meal. But she missed breakfast, and now we're supposed to be going to our first warfare strategies training. Though I want to find her and tell her class is about to start for her sake, I can't help but acknowledge that I don't really want to go to a training called Warfare Strategies by myself. I reach our room and burst through the open door and stop short. Nika's here, and she's crying. I stare, unable to stop myself. This isn't the Nika I know. My friend is strong, a fighter who keeps a clear head. She's not supposed to be the one who breaks down and cries. Ari, sure. I expect her to burst into tears at any moment, but not Nika. I hesitate, unsure of what to do. I shift and the floor creaks. Nika spots me. She takes a shuddering breath and wipes a hand over her face, brushing away the tears. You okay? I ask, then wince. Dumb question. Nika arches a perfectly formed eyebrow. What do you think? Sorry. She shrugs and offers a half smile. We have warfare strategy soon, huh? I nod. She sighs and rubs both hands over her face. Okay, let's go. She gets off her bed, knocking the comforter off, and grabs her rifle. We exit the room at a quick pace, and I stay quiet. If she wants to share what's bothering her, she will, but I'm not going to push. I hate crying. She wipes a finger underneath her eye. It's even worse when someone catches me. I definitely understand that. She sniffs. Today's my birthday. I glance at her, but remain silent. I'm 18. I didn't think it would matter, you know? Didn't think it would be harder today than it's been every other day we've been here. But for some reason, I can't stop thinking about home. She adjusts her rifle and we leave the living quarters building. Usually on my birthday, my sister and I spend the whole day together. Just the two of us. I come from a big family, but my older sister always made sure to take care of me and make sure I felt special. Her shoulder lifts, then drops back down. I miss her. I sigh. I get it. We pass a group of recruits heading to warfare strategies. I hate it here, Nika says. Some days I want to give up trying to find their weakness and just fight. Me too. The reality of where we are, of why Nika and I are even friends, suffocates me. Maybe I should go see Kai, find out if his plan could actually work. I glance at Nika. Maybe she could be a part of it too. 
something to think about, and maybe something I would actually do if I knew where Storm was and that I could keep her safe. We're about to enter the Warfare Strategies building, and I pause. Nika. She turns. Happy birthday. She rolls her eyes, then smiles. Thanks. I open the door and stop halfway through the thresholds to keep from pressing into the other recruits already crowded inside. It's quiet. What's going on? Nika asks. No talking! The grating voice screeches through the air, but I can't figure out where it's coming from. Then the crowd parts, and I see the source. A short woman with black hair cut into a blunt bob and round black-rimmed glasses has her arms crossed tightly and her foot hammering out a staccato on the floor. She can't be much taller than Storm, and she has clearly learned to overcompensate with that voice. All of you can follow me quietly. She leads us down several hallways to a large open area. Stow your rifles in your designated spaces on the wall racks and then wait until your instructor arrives and tells you what to do. Without another word, she pivots and scurries from the room as fast as her little legs can carry her. Nika and I find the digital tags with our names on them and add our rifles to the wall rack along with the other recruits. Then wait. After a few minutes, the massive black man from my hearing with the council brushes by me and walks to the center of the room. His dark brown face is as hard as stone, and every hair has been shaved from his head so that it shines as the lights in the room reflect off it. He towers over everyone, and his muscles seem to have muscles. I am Major Tay Vasco. His deep voice rumbles through the room. Warfare Strategies is going to play a huge role in determining how far you go in Talionis. The other trainings are important, but here we discover who will be great in this city. Those who excel will stand before the commander himself. I grimace, but quickly mask it. No need to advertise my revulsion to the mere idea of meeting the man in charge of all of this. The building is divided into eight sections. Each section has two zones. This is the neutral zone. We will meet here for each of your scheduled trainings with me. He crosses his arms over his broad chest, his muscles bulging even more. Today, I will assess you and determine what level of training you should be at. You'll be separated into groups, and each group will be taken to a different zone. Your group will be placed in a scenario, and in it you'll have to determine the strategy needed to defeat the enemy you come up against. Every scenario is vital, no matter how simple it may seem. You will face varying levels of difficulty. I'll put you in positions where you'll likely fail, but today, failure is expected. His eyes rove the room. If you want to stand out, then don't perform as expected. The only reason I want to stand out is because I'm fighting, not because I'm performing better than expected. I don't even want to know what Warfare Strategies is all about. But the temptation to let myself just fail is pushed aside by the memory of Colonel Valerius, his gun, and his threat. Major Vasco pulls a small screen from his pocket, taps a few buttons on it, and then puts it back. We're ready to begin. I hope you're looking forward to continuing the story next week and finding out what happens with Bria and her friends. 
If you just can't wait, you can purchase the full audiobook wherever audiobooks are sold starting October 6, 2023. If you're on the hunt for other great books, discover more epic, clean, young adult reads on the Read Clean YA with CJ podcast. Recruit of Talionis was written and narrated by CJ Malacy, and I can't wait to continue this journey with you next week.